there is so much about protecting our image and causing others to sacrifice just so that I don't look bad. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they'll even do illegal things to not look bad, to not say, hey, I was wrong here. I made a mistake. Welcome to Coffee with a Couple Cure, where we share practical tips for your relationship before you finish your first cup. Here's Jay and Lori Pyatt. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode with Jay and Lori on The Couple Cure. Yes, and this one um, has to do with something I cried about last night. And I don't know if you cried about it or not. I know you prayed about it, but we saw another installment of a show that's all about injustice, and it really just brought home the fact that sometimes there's just going to be injustice in the world. Um, right. Things aren't going to be fair. You're going to do everything right, and it's not going to work. You're going to appeal to the courts. You're going to appeal to the government. You're going to appeal to somebody's pe- yeah, yeah. people in power. And it's not going to work out. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks to be on the receiving end of that. I've, uh, in my personal past, I've, I've uh, had three different career changing moves because of things I, that were really well out of my control mm-hmm. and it's unpleasant especially when you're not prepared for it and that's not even a, a great injustice there are people who are imprisoned that have no means of getting out there are people who have diseases that um, there's no cure for I mean there's and, all yeah, sorts of things might that have are, been given to them um, when they thought everything was fine you know in right in a relationship where they thought it was uh, monogamous, mm-hmm. only to find out it wasn't. And the way you find out is, wow, I have this disease. Um, so yes, definitely there is injustice in the world. And while watching that show, I was just like, God, why are you not coming through? Why are you not coming through? And the sense I got was, it's not that he's not coming through, it's that people are unjust. Right. Uh, God does allow things, but that's because he allows us free will. Um, and justice is on the way. But I, there were very clear facts that I saw in that show that I wanted to bring out on this. Um, so the first one was there is injustice in the world. The second one is that people do manipulate others and control outcomes through intimidation. Right. Um, and and I'm, I'm guilty of doing that in our relationship. I am much bigger than Lori. When conversations weren't going well, I would get loud. I would get, you know, in her way, I would get intimidating and... While it didn't help the relationship, it made the conversation stop, and mm-hmm. I stopped feeling bad about me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of an underlying thing about this, and, and you're going to bring this up in a bit, but there is so much about protecting our image and causing others to sacrifice just so that I don't look bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is the third point. People do fight they will fight tooth and nail. Sometimes they'll even do illegal things to not look bad, to not say, hey, I was wrong here. I made a mistake. 
I just outright went way beyond the bounds of what's uh, acceptable behavior. Right. They will go to the mats to not look bad. Yeah. Another truth I found was there are systems of oppression. There is the good old boy network. Um, even women see this, you know, in the clickiness with the PTA or that sort of thing, that, you know, there is this societal need or that maybe not even societal, there's this need screaming to us from our DNA saying, stay within the click because out there on your own, you'll die. You know, you right. need the community and, and some of those communities are built on power systems on systems of systems of oppression, on uh, judgment and disapproval, and that keeps people in line. And so, instead of it just being one person at the helm who's way off base, you have a bunch of people following suit, and you know, pretty soon everybody's trying to cover their butts. Mm -hmm. So there definitely are systems of oppression, and that can lead to trauma all by themselves. Mm -hmm. The last truth I found was there are professionals in power who are stuck in old ways, who don't want to know about new technologies or new findings or new research. And so they might just, I don't even want to hear it. Right. I, I don't want to hear your side. You're off base. You're doing something wrong. These, this, this system of oppression is right. Or it could be that those things in power are part of the, the system itself. Yeah. So I went away from that, or not really went away from, but toward the end, I was just like, God, why? Why do you allow this to continue? But then I started seeing some hope. And the hope was, well, let me put this personally. If this kind of thing has happened to you, where... You, there's been injustice and you've been treated badly and nobody seems to care or want to listen, then this is the message I have for you because these are the other truths that I saw. Mm -hmm. You do have people who will stand up for you. Yeah. You do have people who will speak the truth about what you're experiencing about what other people not just you it's not a, a unique case what you are experiencing you have people out there who will stand with you maybe they've gone through the same thing you do have people out there who are doing the research who are doing things in a non-traditional way and finding better results than the old ways right i don't know if i talked about this yet but you do have people that will fight for you Right. that will fight for your need to be heard, for your right to be heard. And you can keep collecting evidence. Right. Because if you have cold, hard facts and evidence that nobody else can dispute, dispute then you are that much closer to making your case. And the very last one is there will be justice someday. There yeah. will be. Yeah. And, you know, occasionally there are people who will finally develop the courage to uh, sacrifice their identity, sacrifice their power for 
what is right. Um, I've read a couple of books on this. One of them was about Teddy Roosevelt where he, he basically knew he could go for another term because of how he got into office, but he also recognized that continuing to stay in office, continuing to stay in a place of power would have been self-serving hmm. as opposed to other serving. And that is the part of what all of this injustice that scares me right now is so many people are willing to hold on to power even if it means everyone else suffers. I will hold on to power to the point that my relationship dies. I will hold on to power to the point my children don't like me anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, my business fails. My state, you know, loses billions of dollars, whatever it may be, because I need to stay in power. Mm -hmm. I need to keep, you know, um, inflating or, or shoring up my ego versus someone who truly knows, hey, this is temporary. Mm -hmm. You know, my momentary power right now is given to me for a reason not to abuse others, not to uh, set myself on a pedestal but to take care of a situation. And I think that's, you know, the time is coming that someone in your life will stand up for you or you will get to the point that you are able to stand for yourself. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what Lori does, uh, especially for women, because for guys, we rarely feel, well, we don't openly feel powerless. Most guys do feel powerless. But that's not necessarily the case within the relationship. Right. They, they use their powerlessness to overpower most yeah. of the time with the couples that see that come to us anyway. Right. So for the ladies, you know, Lori encourages women to build a, a strong network, that network that you can lean on, that, that they're with you when you say, you know what, I, I have to move out or I have to hold this boundary and it really scares me how it's going to land. And they're all like, we're with you. You mm -hmm. know, we're going to stand with you because we know this is important. Let me switch gears here a little bit and ask Jay. I know before we've talked about, uh, you know, with gaming, and I've said, I don't understand how this can be relaxing. <laughs> but the same thing goes, you know, you were talking about the person who will let everything die in order to maintain their image or, or the power, the thought that came to my mind was that's got to be hard on them. You know, it's got to be like this all the time. Like I've got to have everything in place, mm -hmm. you know, and I have to manipulate and control. And maybe they're just good and smooth and, and what not good, but good at what they do. And people just kind of fall in line. But it seems to me that it, it would be much more peaceful to not care about the image issue anymore. So let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. How is it different for you from fighting for your image and fighting to look a certain way versus where you are now? Um, 
So because of everything that we've been through, I've gotten very comfortable with those things that used to um, scare me about me or that I used to think of myself as less than because I had certain problems or because I, I just felt like a fraud. And now that I'm more comfortable with it, I'm, I'm okay with stepping back and letting other people take the lead. I'm okay with serving you because it, again, makes the relationship more important. I don't need to feel important anymore. I don't need to uh, build up my self-esteem through um, certain behaviors. I have my self-esteem because I'm comfortable with me. And I think the, the people who, you know, used to live the way I did, they had the same philosophy I did. People leave. Mm -hmm. It's not because of me. It's because people leave. And the more I'm comfortable with people leaving, I can continue in whatever behavior I want, continuing to manipulate, continuing to control. Oh, that one finally figured it out and they left. Well, you know, they, they're they a I terrible knew. person or, yeah, you know, yeah, I knew it was going to happen anyway. So now I'm going to move on to the next person. And, you know, this is the, the whole narcissism thing is a huge terminology right now. Mm -hmm. But... I think it's kind of based in, I only want to look at the good parts of me. And as long as everyone else only sees the good parts of me, I'm fine. As soon as people start seeing the not so nice parts of me, I need to keep them away from it. I need them to back off because, again, it's impacting my image. So mm -hmm. the more you can get comfortable with your image being a flawed human who's working on his issues and knowing what those issues truly are, the easier it is to show up for those people who are feeling a lot of injustice, who are feeling the oppression. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, it's tough to get there because you do have to dive into the negative stuff you know, the, those things about you that you just really don't like. Mm -hmm. Well, let me ask you this. If you were to describe the old way compared to the new way using three words for each, what would you, how would you, how would you describe the old way? Um, so three adjectives would be um, selfish, scared, and uh, in denial. Okay. You know, was it tense at all? Um, yeah, I was scared all the time. Mm -hmm. People okay. will find out I'm a fraud. People will leave. People will call mm -hmm. me out on my stuff. Okay. What about, um, the new way? What is that? How would um, you describe that? The new way feels, uh, peaceful. It feels strong. <laughs> I like that one. I yeah. like that one. Go ahead. <laughs> and uh, it feels fulfilling. You know, I'm not, I'm not constantly battling to protect my image. It's so interesting you should say that because one 
when you said strong, what immediately came to mind was how often you would have dreams that you were, you know, unable uh, to affect my yeah, environment. You came out of the, you know, you woke up saying, Oh, I had a dream. I felt so ineffectual. Yeah. So now that you feel strong and I can't remember what the last one, the last word was, but it, it was along with that, that you're able to affect change now mm-hmm. because that even comes through in his dreams now. So, right. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I think a lot of it again goes back to my favorite word is ownership. Mm-hmm. You know, can you own, sometimes I am selfish. Can you own, sometimes I am, um, fearful without it being a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, especially a lot of the guys I work with, they have gotten so in their head, if I tell somebody I'm afraid, they're just going to use it against me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's, you know, again, where we see injustice is if someone were to come forward and say, you know what, I made a mistake, the whole world would just tear them apart. And in some cases, that does happen. Sometimes it needs to happen. Sometimes the mistake is so bad that that person needs to no longer be in any position of authority. Right. And I think also other people would go, look, we can forgive mistakes. Right. It's it's the constant oppression that's we can't forgive because it's continual. Right. I do want to wrap up by saying not that this is going to be everyone's experience. Not all people will do the things that we started off with. Right. Um, that isn't always the case. But we don't see those people. Those people don't come to us. So right. um, our audience typically is uh, people for whom this has happened. So yeah. don't mean to be a downer, but there are realities that need to be spoken about. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.